The following podcast has content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Specifically, might contain the word fuck repeatedly when blaming Lyra for things. Listener discretion is advised. Going okay? Yeah. Uh, just going back and forth between this and uh, some tree stuff. And yeah. Got a bunch of editing to do. Uh, also trying to do other dumb personal projects. So. Sorry about the dumb personal projects. Real here. Have you ever done DMT? Welcome to Pints and Propaganda, the podcast that sometimes social distances. I'm your host, Lyra. I'm Chance. And today we have a great show, unlike our usual shows. I I disagree. All our other shows are great. This one's going to be terrible. Oh, yeah, that's true. But before we get into our great show, Chance... What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a nice, tall pint of Militude, <laughs> which which my uh, subscription to Dictionary.com tells me the appearance of something real, or to uh, my drink, which I'm most certainly drinking. Allow me to... Uh, Take a big old alcoholic slurp uh, out of the pint glass here. <sighs> yeah. Oh, How about yourself, well, Lyra? Yeah, uh, I am drinking a big old honking glass of liquid cyanide because then I don't have to edit it anymore. <laughs> uh, you mean, uh, well, uh, you can just ask me to edit. In fact, I thought, I thought we, uh, sounds like you're running dry there. You know, no, I, it's, it's out of like a, one of those, uh, uh, blender bottles, like pints, that. pints and propaganda backers. Only you have the, have the ability to provide us enough money to allow Lyra to drink cyanide. Yeah. So uh, donate to us today. Uh, support the podcast. You can support us on Anchor directly. Just look up the Pints and Propaganda podcast on Anchor and you'll find us and throw money at us. Honestly, throw money at us to stop. I, I'd say transphobes need not apply, but uh, they they might no. uh, they, they might they might uh, actually uh, relish the opportunity to uh, 
to assist in killing a trans woman. So, you know, that that is true. Yeah. Actually, I think they should because I'll just consider that reparations. You know, yes, transphobes, turfs, uh, Miss Rowling, you are in the history book. (laughs) You're going to be in the history books. And (laughs) guess who's going to be, guess who's going to be the bad guys? Guess what? Guess what? It's, it's not, it's not going to be us. It's going to be you. We're going to, we're going to be looked at quite fondly in the one once in a while. Uh, once upon a time, there was a big stinky transphobe piece of shit named uh, Joanne something that begins with a K rolling. And uh, she uh, she wrote a lot of terrible books. There's actually that, three that, K's in, yeah, in her middle name. Yes. Just like America, you know, <laughs> exactly like America. And 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 then she she uh, she took uh, several big stinky shits that turned out to be beloved children's books that all turned out to be terrible. So, you know, just we, we got your number, babe. We got your number. And uh, and we're, we're putting you on blast. Let, let's let's start the pints and propaganda. J.K. Rowling <laughs> slash Pinkerton feud <laughs> right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, as Chance said, we are going to be talking about the Pinkertons today. Uh, Basically starting out as uh, Pinkerton National Detective Agency when in the glorious year of 1850, when immigrant Alan Pinkerton met with lawyer Edward Rucker in Chicago to found a detective agency, a private detective agency that could be specifically used by the various robber barons and corporate overlords that existed back then. And they are still prevalent today because they're still doing their terrible things that they did way back then in modern times, but they're also coming for your Vidya games. A hundred percent. And yeah. honestly, we They're, can forgive the, the subjugation of realized countries, but the video games thing, yeah, I, no, as a misogynist, I can't tolerate anyone 100%. removing my video games. So, right. I mean, they're suing, uh, they, they tried to sue the creators of uh red dead redemption Two because the Pinkertons are bad guys who like to bomb things in that game. Back up a little bit, Lyra. Let's 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 go into uh, to a little bit of the history of of the Pinkertons. You know, just exactly who they are, and and then uh, eventually, and who they like to bomb. who they like to bomb. It out. They did try uh, suing videos uh, of which Rockstar is a subsidiary, negatively portraying yeah. their company. Uh, private detectives, I guess. So they're very litigious. They're they're very they're very they're very uh, they're very litigious. And uh, so I think that we should preface all this by saying, unless stated otherwise, here are either our opinions or the opinions of someone else. And uh, with that out of the way, uh, my name is Lyra. I am a host. I, I am a trans girl. And all you fucking Pinkerton motherfuckers can can suck my fucking farts out of my ass. No, no, <laughs> and, and, and Lyra apparently has has contra- has contracted. I mean, I have potentially contracted the uh, 
the clown laugh uh, mixed with uh, the Stavros Halkias laugh. (laughs) She's been laughing like this for a week, folks. I, I don't know what's... (laughs) <laughs> I saw her last week and uh, she's, she's she's still laughing like this. I don't know what the deal is, but you know. I I I wish I knew how to stop, but like pray for my wife uh, who is infinitely patient and doesn't deserve this and uh has to hear me laugh like that every day. Like I want you chance to after this, ask your wife if you laughed like Stavros, would she still be married to you? I do all the time, just not unintentionally like you. So right, but you know. I mean, like, imagine Stav's laugh was just your laugh. Yeah, no, I that wouldn't happen because I think I would just kill myself. Honestly. <laughs> I would have gotten wedged into into uh into into being into being, you know, disabled on back way back when in middle school. Let's 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 get back to the Pinkertons who uh like I said, founded back in 1850 Scottish America, Alan Pinkerton is drawn uh way back when in 1847 when he counterfeiting ring Illinois and to team up with Edward Rucker to uh, establish the Pinkerton National Detective Agency. And like there are basically the vassals and handmaidens of nations and they've been used. Just say they've been hired muscle. They've been used for things like corporate espionage, yeah. uh, disrupting labor demonstrations and unions and the like. They did hire their very first detective. Yeah. Kate Warren. Her name was Kate Warren. And uh, and she actually was able to, Alan Pinkerton and the rest of his crew, to foil a plot against Abraham Lincoln. Which, in the end, really didn't work out that great, but... That great. Also, also, <laughs> it kind of sounds like bullshit to me. Just, just right, so yeah, it, I agree. Just because, uh, you know, let me lay out the scene for you, dear listeners. Dear, uh, dear, dear peepee heads, as we like to call you guys, you know, oh when God. you're not listening. So, uh... All right, hold on, time out. Before you do, from now on, we are only referring to our fans as peepee heads. Hey, thank you. Put a note. Put a note in there, me. Bu gelecekteki şans. Nasıl düzenleme yapacağımı bilmiyorum. Bu yüzden notu gelecekte Lira koyacağım. That's right, future chance. I, future Lira, will edit everything. Everyone listening, hear me. You are now PP heads. Be part of the conversation on social media. Hashtag I'm a PP head. Hepimiz çiş kafalarız. Damn straight, future chance. Damn straight. Damn straight. The foiling of the assassination plot happened because the Pinkertons had stumbled upon a group of a group of surly men who had apparently stated loudly and clearly that they were going to uh, stab President Lincoln to death uh, <laughs> r- repeatedly, uh, Julius Caesar style. They they were just gonna, they were just going to go ham on him, just surround him and just poke him with their with their pointy things, their their sharp knives, you know, 
aka what Lyra considers a good time uh, on Saturday Saturday evenings. Trust me, I know I was yeah. there yeah. Uh, at, at at Lyra's good time, not the assa- attempted assassination. But we went back. The Pinkertons went back to warn President Lincoln of the upcoming assassination, and uh, that's when Alan Pinkerton, Pinkertons and founder there, had the brilliant idea to get uh, Kate Warren first female detective in, in the United States, possibly in, in the vast majority of countries for, for that, for that matter, go in disguise along with president Lincoln aboard his rail car. Him up like younger, mentally disabled brother. Sneak, sneak president Lincoln aboard a train in, in a plot. That's so ridiculous. I, I refuse to believe it was anything other than an elaborate prank play played uh, on an honest day and, and you know what i have to say i i think it's time to cancel abraham lincoln i mean he <laughs> he portrayed himself as a <laughs> mentally disabled person and uh that, that's just some not good optics at all there no definitely definitely not abe self canceled not only yeah. from life but also on twitter for that matter you john know? wilkes booth did nothing wrong <laughs> Ouch. And <laughs> ouch. And you're gonna and you're worried about me eventually getting canceled for shit. Okay. <laughs> that's gonna yeah, that, that, that's a brilliant, clip. Br- brilliant hero of the left, John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> and staunch advocate for slavery. <laughs> and hero oh, no. hero for the left. <laughs> but anywho, anywho, claim to fame. The claim the fame of theirs was attempting to catch and uh, apprehend uh, the famous out Wild West outlaw Jesse James. Oh my god! Successful in this. Oh, uh, in, can, in can, fa- I, can I tell the story? <laughs> go ahead. Go go for it, Lear. <laughs> uh, okay, so during the uh, what is this? I want to say 1874. Was that right? Uh, uh, totally. I'm I'm definitely not yeah. looking this up right now. And uh, okay, definitely so, not. So Frank and Jesse James robbed a train in Missouri and the Pinkertons were hired essentially to go capture them and bring them to the law. And a band of Pinkertons surrounded the James family home. And in an attempt to get the brothers to come out, they chose to throw a fucking incendiary bomb through the windows. And turns out both Frank and Jesse weren't home, but Frank and Jesse's eight-year-old brother and their mom were. And (laughs) they uh, were both maimed. And essentially, public sentiment, reasonably so, went with the James family. It's listen, all these fucking libtards who just and the price of justice, you know, and in our our good boy Alan Pinkerton, you know, they just can't understand that in order to in order to catch some bad guys, occasionally 
you need to explode an eight-year-old boy and also <laughs> oh and also his grandma. Oh also his mom. His mom. Just oh occasionally oh. has to happen. Occasionally you have to chuck a firebomb into an eight-year-old boy's face. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately the Pinkertons gave up because now the whole public was against them and Frank and Jesse are at, were actually competent at what they did. But I will say this story makes me very depressed, not just because of the eight year old and the mother getting fucking blown up, but the- oh, to, to be fair, the mother uh, ended up losing her arm. Uh, so, you know, she's basically oh. fine. You know, the, 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 the eight the eight year old boy. Well, I mean, she's dead now, but you know, obviously but yeah, the, eight, I mean, the eight year old boy, he, he died in the attack. So, you know, yeah, there, uh, there, there's that. Um, so the thing that, stood out to me was the fact that public sentiment was actually on the James family side, because this makes me think of like uh, uh, the Ferguson uprising yeah, and like the Missouri police threw a fucking flashbang into a baby's crib and killed it. And we never fucking heard from that family again. Like Jesus. So like, and the the public sentiment was with the police. Just letting you know, well, this is a controversial opinion, but no, but occasionally police, even the private ones, do bad things. Okay, just just throwing that out there. God. Go ahead and cancel me like, for that. Y- yeah, I mean, we've had like how many fucking decades now of copaganda where it's like oh yeah the cops are the best especially the private mercenaries that blow up eight-year-olds and god damn like it it doesn't surprise me that public sentiment is always going to be on their side but like Mm -hmm. it's depressing seeing that people in the fucking 1870s were more willing to call out bullshit than fucking people now. I I guess media didn't move that fast back then. Also, there weren't as many people who could read as well. Everything had to be, everything had to be, uh, had to be drawn out onto the, uh, onto the cave wall along which, along with which parts of the Buffalo were good to eat or wherever the, whenever the fuck they lived. Uh, but, um, <laughs> essentially, and, and also there weren't like as many grifters who make a whole fucking living based on, uh, just making, uh, outrage the same way that there is now, though there were plenty of grifter doctors. Yes. Although I, I would, uh, I, I would love to, I would genuinely tune in to like an old timey, like Steven Crowder, type show louder with Crowder type show where he's like, all right, that, that, that's the problem with all these uh, progressive types is that they label all the Pinkertons as, as bad guys, but really, you know, they're, they're just helping our beleaguered police force. You know, that's something that they don't understand. Do you want robbers and killers like Jesse James to just run all over the country, stealing whatever they want? No, of course you don't, you know, who, do, who does want that? I'll tell you who wants that. All, all these, all these satanic Lincolnites and, and just, and just, trying to disrupt the good the good flow of businesses and and uh especially especially uh the business of of trafficking people uh, you know human labor as it were you know which which leads us to our next point uh that um alan pinkerton uh claims that he was a staunch abolitionist 
uh, which which might uh, might hold some might hold some merit. You know, it might be true considering right. that uh, as as we've discussed, he he did potentially foil an assassination plot uh, against Abraham Lincoln. He uh, he did get his Pinkertons, his detectives involved in spying on the Confederacy during the American Civil War. Sorry, I just I I I just kind of like spaced out there and I was thinking what would like 1870s Gavin McGinnis uh like what would he shove up his ass? <laughs> um uh um a horseshoe? He he would uh <laughs> He, that's, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I, I would actually suspect Ennis would try to portray himself as like a free abolitionist, you know, like he, he was, he, he's like, now listen, I'm now said folks, I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for, uh, <laughs> I'm all for, uh, black, black Americans to the grace of God and liberty and freedom and all that. But, you know, first they need to learn their way, you know, kind of like, kind of like how Robert E. Lee did, you know, just, just, uh, was just like, was just like, you know, yeah, you know, they, they need to, they need to first, uh, be able to learn how to be self-sufficient. I have no problem. I have no problem. Missionism or, or any kind of, uh, any kind of black person, you know, which is why I actually, uh, decided to, out of the goodness of my own heart, hire a bunch of former slaves to work around my house. So <laughs> I, I imagine he'd do some shit like so that. He'd probably shove all of them. Yes. Up his ass. Yeah, yeah. They, he, he let, he let them fuck his wife just to prove he's not racist. So or a potato. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. That, that too, you know, but, um, but any, anyway, Pinkerton's abolitionist stance is a little bit complicated, especially when you consider that, uh, um, he did provide support and uh, in the form of espionage and and men in, and men in the uh, in the in the ten years war in Cuba during um, when right. was that Lyra uh, I mean me uh, edit edit out all the silence of uh, of of that's that's going on right now while I Future look up Lira. the ten years war <laughs> Future Lyra leave all of this in oh no why did you got to do that to me i mean you sorry future chance but you are powerless to stop me you know <laughs> no essentially the pinkertons you know essentially provided support for for the 10 years war that was going on in cuba during uh 1868 and um this was a little bit bad considering uh you know the, the the ten you know the the revolutionaries goal was to abolish slavery uh which the spanish crown most definitely was not in favor of at the in that Absolutely. conflict so so so, <laughs> so uh so so you know uh Pink, pinkertons did the did the moral thing and allied themselves with uh with this with this with the royalists of course the the span the side of spain obviously so yeah and of course later the pinkertons became synonymous with union busting mm-hmm. and essentially committing violence against any sort of peaceful union protesters or labor rights advocates 
or random passers-by of protests. <laughs> and they had a real fucking hard-on for blowing things up. Yep. And I can only assume they still do. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, the jury. Maybe, still, I, don't, the, I don't know. I the, must, that's the jury's still out on that one. The jury is still out on that one. Pinkerton at the time, this, this is a, this is a hum, just solely the humble opinion. And some propaganda host, uh, Chance and Chance, AKA Lyra. But, oh my God. Dylan Pinkerton, he was a bad dude. And he did, in fact, run a bunch of bad boys as well. Now, hold on. I take offense to that. He also ran one bad bitch. Kate Warren, you know. Yes. That, that is true. And it's noting that the Pinkertons, they call it rom- romantic novel series, two books long. Called oh the God. called the Pinkerton Matchmaker series. Oh uh, my God! <laughs> they have. I mean, like that's worse than when I found out they had a TV show about them where they were the good guys. <laughs> it's uh, like, it's a it's it's a book about a bunch of uh, bad uh, Pinkerton bitches up and and girl blossing their way. For disputes and uh, (laughs) (laughs) hashtag nevertheless, (laughs) oh, we're allowed to say that now, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, she persisted strike breaking, (laughs) but like, don't break my legs, (laughs) nevertheless. I persist. <laughs> she doesn't hashtag. She doesn't owe you anything. <laughs> but but anyway, thank God. In addition to all this, coming to a head, head strike, which occurred in Homestead, Pennsylvania, he went down. There was uh, the Amalgamated Association of uh, steel and iron workers, workers, sorry. And they were getting fucking pissed because Carnegie Steel Company was making way more money that was absolutely unprecedented with with the amount of achievements that they had made and also action that was going on, but also not just stagnating. They They were dropping for the vast amount of workers. So naturally... You do what you do. You hold a strike, you know, try to right. try to come to the negotiating table and then see if we can work out, uh, work out a, a, a deal here, you know, and um, along with his uh, lackeys decided to do reason only open it to uh, strike breakers and scabs as they were, you know, people who, yeah. people who were willing to work, you know, yeah, despite the union blockade and whatnot, it is worth mentioning. However, there were plenty of unions that were that were racist and and didn't allow like people of color to join. So, like, right. it's a little bit complicated. Make of that what you will. And as a result, many of them turned towards scabs. So, again, I think I think this is just yet another example of how capitalism fucks all of us over. 
it's just another way that racism kind of exacerbates impulses of of capitalism and drives that wedge deeper and makes it much more difficult for all of us to organize. But but anywho, Absolutely. but anywho, that disclaimer out of the way before I paint people with a broad brush, as it were, didn't let up. Decided to authorize the Pinkertons to send a barge of three hundred of them down the river uh, to Homestead to just kind of wreak havoc and fuck shit up. Uh, this is actually what the uh, Zack Schneider film Three Hundred was actually about. They just I mean, it, it's the to, same to politics, get, you know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the the uh, uh, goal of actually changing it to Greek Spartans over the Pinkertons was to avoid all of the uh, whiny left soy boy pushback, and then <laughs> just allow us to uh, have the the handsome, well-oiled, muscular Pinkertons and have them be the uh, good guys Mm -hmm. unequivocally without having to fear of modern politics. So, you know, the movie about a bunch of, um, bunch of guys being dudes, guys being dudes, well-oiled muscle, muscly white guys pushing back the brown hordes. Why you gotta, why, why you, why you PC (laughs) lift gotta, gotta inject politics into it. But that, that could be its whole other, a whole other episode. Uh, the, the whole, so, you know, the 300, 300 or so Pinkertons uh, traveled down the river on this barge and uh, opened fire. Some of them opened fire on the strikers who, who fired in retaliation. Just realized that strikers and they had originally anticipated and uh, they could not land safely on the shore. Uh, so they were basically just stuck there on the barge, just uh, waiting for an opening. Like a, uh, that they, scrap on and then set on fire and then decided to to shove that along down the river to set set the Pinkerton barge <laughs> on fire but un- unfortunately unfortunately uh it didn't turn out then uh uh the the Pinkertons uh surrendering those and being forced to the middle of the of the town of Homestead workers so you know that Hell which yeah. I'm, I'm sure that must have been pretty amusing you know and then, and and then, and then the National Guard had to come to their rescue to uh, to essentially essentially negotiate, but also uh, strike, as it were. So, you know, ne- never say that uh, the government can't do anything. I guess so. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Pinkertons, their use of violence against labor strikes it always leads to the death of innocent people or just their use of violence in general. Because as far as I am aware, Pinkerton agents are people who want to be like tier one operators, but just can't actually make it. And they're it's my, it's my personal hypothesis that Alan Pinkerton was the proto white guy tactical commando you know that that he was that he was the arc he was the proto archetype of of that kind of guy i mean that makes of any guy any guy any guy you've ever met who said that he he uh he's skilled in krav maga and he's won he's won so many straight fights that he alan pinkerton 
is the is the ancestor, the direct, possibly the direct ancestor of that guy. You know, <laughs> like this, uh, like the uh, uh, fucking tap out, tap out owes him so many royalties. Let me tell you, those tap out t shirts. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Pinkertons, I think you know where to look to collect. You know, just just saying. Like, you know, just so, so sorry. Well, like you know the uh, uh, the sort team agents who like you like homemade flashbangs that are not even part yes. of their fucking equipment, and they use it on like for for training and stuff. Like that's just how I imagine the Pinkertons doing this because I mean we obviously had the Frank and Jesse James incident uh there yep. uh was them uh uh you know me, me uh me attacking a bunch of uh of, it's like me playing doom uh me going up against a bunch of uh burly uh longshoremen and <laughs> and uh steel workers sounds a little too tough let me lower the difficulty down to women and children instead. Oh my God. and it's like well this one is that and then like there's like the uh, Chicago Haymarket Square uprising. And now there is dispute here on who threw the bomb, but it, like the, uh, the quote unquote official, but though it's never been officially confirmed, the Pinkertons and the 1800s Chicago police department, the most reputable uh, police department in history listen okay they might have an opaque black site which uh which they take have taken five thousand detainees to but you don't know what goes on in there and the fact you assume the worst i think that says more about you than that it does is about true that. i I, okay. am, I am racist against police uh but yes thank the, you the fact that that is a story from those two agencies the media was like, well, we can't know for sure. And then eyewitness accounts said, no, the Pinkertons threw this. But uh, it, like, <laughs> just like looking at their history, they love bombs. So why wouldn't they throw one that ultimately killed a police officer and uh, several other demonstrators? And then they covered this whole fucking thing up by red scaring everything and saying, well, these eight anarchists are to blame for throwing the bomb, despite all of them. Well, being like, well you know, you know me, I'm always up for blaming anarchists. Yeah, I mean, so, that makes you sense, know. given that you fucking Stalinist. <laughs> anyway, go on. Anyway. Yeah, no, you... <laughs> <laughs> they blamed these anarchists and there were key witnesses that ended up getting like disappeared through this whole thing. One is Thomas Owens. He fell off a ladder, but he eventually soon after disappeared. Now, the thing is, if you ask Thomas Owens family, they will say the Pinkerton shot at him. And then he fell off the ladder in surprise. If you ask anybody else, it was just like, oh, no, he just lost his balance. But like, no, like the actual family of this man was like, no, the Pinkertons tried to kill him. So I guess so this this is not me making this claim. This is what I am inferring from stories from the family. It is 
likely, in my opinion, that the Pinkertons wanted to murder a fucking key witness against them. Okay, but again, that uh, Lyra is stating that that's a hundred percent fact. So, <laughs> just just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> but yeah, we have the Pinkertons today also have a massive influence more than people realize because there's this small company called Amazon. Um. Everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I, I threw the bait out there and you <laughs> caught it real gin, real gin. You know, see? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in the corporate world, so uh, they're owned by this guy named Jeff Pinos. Pinos, I think that that's how you say his name, right? Is it Jeff Pinos? Uh, uh, uh Jeff Jeff Bebos. Uh, Jeffrey Bebop. Got it. Jeff Jeffrey Bebop. Jeff Tacos. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Je- Jeff Bebop. He owns them. And the company has hired the Pinkertons to infiltrate strikes from their employees who are trying to unionize or already have unionized. And they're essentially infiltrating them to collect insider information, try and squash protests, try and find out which employees are members of the union or sympathetic to strikers or union workers, and then firing those employees so they can't strike anymore because they're not part of the company. Yeah, and in general, just kind of like, uh, just in general, conducting spy operations and sting operations on on behalf of uh, corporate management leadership. Back in uh, Wroclaw, Poland in uh, 2019, Pinkertons were, and and this is the article's uh, word, I don't know why it's in quotes, but it makes it sound much more sinister. Inserted into a warehouse to look into an allegation that job candidates were being coached for job interviews. Uh, That's from Business Insider. Oh, my God. Like being coached for job interviews. Like, what the fuck? Here's how you perform better in this uh, job interview. Apparently in Poland, we can't fucking have that. Pinkertons, uh, look into this shady, shady shit, please. You know, this is, uh, this is unacceptable. Not just Amazon uses, has used them before, but, uh, also, um, Google and Facebook, uh, they're, they're small tech startups, you know, I I didn't hear, I didn't hear about them until recently, but Google and Facebook specifically, uh, they're known. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's why you're not in tech. Okay. Uh, but essentially they, they, the Pinkertons have been paid to not only spy on employees attempting to unionize, but also go to their hangouts and just hang out at coffee shops and restaurants close to, uh, close to the, uh, business campus to, uh, just keep, keep an eye out on, on people maybe taking, uh, taking a little bit too long of lunch break or maybe, uh, or maybe just, uh, getting some funny, funny ideas in their heads about maybe they, they ought to, maybe they deserve more wages and they're discussing it with their colleagues and so on and so forth. You know, oh my God. just, uh, really, really, uh, really nothing's off limits to, uh, so as far as, uh, the corporate, the corporate world. So goes I'm going to, 
Anchor yeah, I, all right. I'm going to actually interject a personal story here that doesn't oh, have boy. to do with the Pinkertons, but definitely is in the mindset of Pinkertons. And mm-hmm. I was at a drive through window grabbing some food because Olivia and I, we hate ourselves when it comes to dinner. So I'm picking up this food. And I saw the most depressing scene unfolding. It was an employee who was rather calmly arguing with his manager, who I can only describe as like the angriest Midwestern mom I have ever seen, like the angriest Midwestern wine mom. You're going to make sure that those mashed potatoes are piping hot and not look warm like you did last time. so this employee goes, he's asking for a raise. And I know this. He's like, he's like, I'm just asking for a raise. Like I, and this is the point I came in on this conversation. I'm just asking for a raise. Like, you know, my dad just died. I can't afford rent. It's really difficult to, and she get he gets cut off by this angry Midwestern wine mom going, you, raise, you want to raise? You better talk to my foot. Talk to my foot. And just every time he said anything after this, you're like, talk to my foot. Like, I can't, I can't understand if she's supposed to be saying talk to my foot or talk to my fart. I couldn't tell either. That's why I was kind of okay. blending the two. But like, uh, I see. I see. This is this is the kind of like that that moment in retrospect made me question. Maybe that manager, not saying for sure, maybe that manager was a Pinkerton agent. I mean, you know, why? Because she blew up. Uh, no, because I. That's just what I imagine. <laughs> I got it. She blew she blew up at that employee. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. she was the incendiary device. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um just because I, I'm I'm curious and solely for the purposes of uh of educational material, I was just looking up the Pinkerton websites and yeah. uh, their their job their job prospects. You you can sign up to be an agent in a host of, of states all across our, our great country. And I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just perusing, uh, very various, uh, functions of, of the, uh, of the job, of the job in particular, one of which is, um, uh, secure the client's residential perimeter, uh, as an essential function. In addition to, uh, reviewing CCTV, manage access controls and respond to alarms as needed. I will say that for another job listing I looked at earlier called investigator, one of the competencies you needed was to be proficient with, oh wait, no, it's here too. Uh, there, there's just one, one competency listed for computer knowledge. It says Microsoft Office. Oh my God. And I don't know why that's, I don't know why that's really funny to me, but it is really <laughs> funny. To- <laughs> I just imagine the little uh, fucking paperclip helper being like, it looks like you're trying to use a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need help disrupting a labor dispute? <laughs> uh, I- <laughs> 
Well, it looks like these. It looks like these workers in this undeveloped country are requesting higher wages. Would you like to delete? Oh, no. All right. All right. No, we're done. We're done. We're done here. No, we are not done. We are not done. We are not done. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just looking I'm just looking through the job list. Yeah, well, you you um, keep looking through. You see if you can get a new job with the Pinkertons. <laughs> uh maybe as a whiny piss boy who's angry about them being the bad guys in Red Dead 2. I thought that was my job title here. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you should do that. Working can you should do that and uh, get paid for it. Oh, well, I'd I'd love to, but uh, I'm worried that uh, someone, aka the manager, aka Lyra, will sick the Pinkertons, aka myself, on me. So you know. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> One thing about the working conditions here, it says, is uh, uh, some lifting and moving up to 10 pounds and occasionally up to 25 pounds. And I just want to say my current job uh, makes me makes me lift more than that. You know, my my current job uh, requests 50 pounds. So, you know, at the outset. So uh, Pinkertons. uh, Step up your fucking game. You you guys are soft. You guys are you guys are uh, noodle arms. You, uh, you, your, your little bitches, uh, just <laughs> you weenie, that weenie hut juniors, uh, you weenie, weenie hut juniors, no mega weenie, hut mega juniors. weenie Let, hut juniors. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I frequent the salty spittoon, yes. you know, yeah. personally and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and just to top it all off, um, you're, you're dirty, you're broke and your girl's a hoe, you know, that's, that's <laughs> all there is to it. Oh, well, uh, Pints of Propaganda is brought to you by uh, alcoholism. And uh, also, um, I don't know, Karl Marx, maybe that yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy. He's, it, maybe yeah. that's a, is it a Karl Marx production? I can't remember. You, you think he would like the Pinkertons? Oh, he, he was a Pinkerton. Oh, I he see. Shoved his, Karl Marx, he shoved Karl his Marx little, is the great. He shoved his little Pinkerton <laughs> down the throat of capitalism. Oh, I see. Karl Marx is the greatest op of all time. <laughs> he he uh, existed just to. Uh, he was plant- implanted by the German government uh, to keep leftists uh, arguing with each other, even for centuries to come. You know, so. I mean, we don't need a reason to argue. We argue all the time. <laughs> Yeah, but but he he like he like was uh, the catalyst, you know. He like uh, really kicked it off, yeah. I'd say. Pints and Propaganda is a Karl Marx production.